0: Hello, everybody. Mitch Michaels here. It's time for another special edition of the Money Mitch Effect. Thank you for listening to me as I continue to talk sports on this platform, the Sports Podcast. Today's show is a special one because I've got two reoccurring guests on the same show at the same time Brenna Haven and Tom Weisenbach. They've been on the show respectively for a few instances in this 135 episode series now that we're at, in counting. But they're on the show together today, we talk about a lot of different things. The Philly sports high that Tom's riding since the Eagles won the Super Bowl with the Sixers and Flyers doing well. Also, Brenda talks about how D.C. is in that same neutral. We actually talk a lot about the Kirk Cousins-Alex Smith situation there. Uh, gotta talk hockey with I'm involved, of course. Will the Capitals finally break through this year? What's going to happen there? We talk a lot of college basketball as well With a week away, it's conference tournaments week, so we got to break down who looks good to make a push towards the bracket, and then finally, some Oscars talk because why not? The Oscars just happened. I'm clueless for the most part, so I turn to the experts for some theories there as well. So, Money Mitch Effect, Tom Weisenbach, Brenna Haven. Let's start the show. All right, Money Mitch Effect. Two reoccurring guests on the show, but for the first time they're on the show together, Brenna Haven and Tom Weisenbach. Thanks for joining the show. Hello.
1: Hi, thanks for having us again. First time together.
0: First time. Hey. <laughs> you sound
1: so we, funny. <laughs> yeah, proper when you talk
0: on this. We there's a lot of points to discuss, Tom. First of all, just congratulations. We didn't we didn't get to say that on air, but congrats.
1: Thank you very much. I'm wearing my Super Bowl L I I or 52. I don't have the logo of the Philadelphia Eagles on there, but you know what?
0: In so, due time. Hey, sucks. you're the first one of us here to see a championship in their lifetime. Uh, yeah, right? yeah was that crazy. Right? Yeah, 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 I was born yeah. three
1: weeks after the okay. championship. That's a fun
0: fact, but like what's
1: crazy <laughs> is that yeah. for my entire life leading up to that, maybe uh, since I, I got out of the house of high school, mm-hmm. I was the same mm-hmm. fan that you guys are that didn't have any championships. Now, all of a sudden, I was thinking the other day, I go... I've seen two of my favorite teams win. Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's the wild thing is because they're much lamented fan bases. And I don't think of, because the Redskins have won in the past. Uh, Cleveland just won the the, mm-hmm. the basketball championship, but I know you're not that <laughs> locked in with, with those. Yeah.
0: I, well, I'd say outside of any, if you don't live in that city, you don't understand like exactly how it works. I think everybody outside knew how Eagle fans were tortured. I can't speak to what it was like for the Phillies and their down period. You know, before it was they... just nice for the city. Yeah, at that time because like it would have taken for, anything for, since 1983 yeah. right. before then. So that's it the longest drought, yeah, years for sure. Before then, but the six. Still uh, sitting yeah. on
1: a cloud. I haven't watched it uh, 17 times, but I think it's a uh, time for us to watch it again. It's been about a month.
0: Is there any part of that game that in the in the moment, was there any doubt like, oh my god, Brady's heating up, this is incredible? Because I, I think love him or hate him, what Brady did, like... <laughs> oh, it was incredible. It it's stupid. Yeah,
1: I was very concerned up until the sack fumble, and then I thought the game was over, and then... <laughs> Funny story about the game. We were at a bar in Tempe, Arizona. As the game was wrapping up, uh, this Patriots fan is at the bar. She wanted, We were, had a nice little friendly back and forth during the game, and she... <laughs> She tried to buy us a beer right before Tom Brady goes down the field or is trying to mount this comeback after the st- sack bubble. Mm-hmm. I was thirsty and really wanted this drink, but we couldn't drink it because of the jinx factors okay. on yeah. the drink. And I'm like, no, I was trying to refuse prof- profusely <laughs> this woman's uh, kind sentiments. I'm just like, no, no, no. Until, of course, they finally won and we got to spray <laughs> Dos do- Equis everywhere. Can I just say one <laughs>
0: thing, though? Uh, I don't, I'm kind of tired of hearing the Patriots being nice in losing. They've won five times. It's yeah. easy to be nice when you've won yeah. five times.
1: Even funnier story, <laughs> every time there was a Boston fan that I came across the following days, it was almost like they were just patting you on the top of the head. Like, Good, for oh, you. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Yeah. It's
0: easy to do that when you've had all this success. Yeah, it was a little smug. I I, I don't even know if it's smug. It's just okay. It's, it's just it's, a natural reaction. That's they, they had nothing to lose because a loss here doesn't. Do anything for their legacy?
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, does it hurt Brady? No, but would he have wanted it? Of course. Yeah,
0: I'm, he he wanted it. But the thing with the thing with him is he's got a few years left, and the Eagles to get that championship the way they did. I was one of the doubters, and, and I got to ask you this question though, Tom. As in your in your case, are you eas- easily able to identify the difference between doubters and haters? Because I feel like sometimes that line gets blurred. People that might not necessarily have thought they could do it. People that just don't like.
2: That's a good question. People.
1: I'd like to say that I do have a really good <laughs> grasp of that, mm-hmm. but I think during during a game, I feel like I'm a realist. But Brenna could probably tell you that I'm more of a hater. I'm the realist. <laughs> when you're watching the game, so for sure. yeah, at, during in, you know the heat of the battle in a game, no, I have I have no recollection <laughs> of that because it's play to play as right. far as like a Philly fan in general is concerned, and then. On the whole, I think in criticism of the team or in logical next-move conversations, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, there's definitely a difference between... Because it's, it's not something we've really ever seen before. I mean, Foles became, what, the second backup quarterback? Was it Hosteller was, it Hostel or was it the only other one to win a Super Bowl?
1: You got, no, you Brady. Got, or, Brady, I think, got, yeah. Uh, Hosteller, he was the last one, certainly, to do it. Doug Williams, I think, was a backup that year that the Redskins yeah. won.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, but I guess technically, technically there, I a lot mean, of technicalities yeah. What I, the Brady thing? He became Asterisk. yeah, but so was healthy, and right. was still stuck with right. Brady. Hostetler was a true backup. The Starge of Sims was hurt, but yeah, it's just it was improbable, and it was good to see. And the game was and amazing. When Nick
1: Foul- and when Nick, we were at the game, when Nick uh, Foles had to come in against the Rams in in Carson Wentz's mm-hmm. uh, place, and the stadium, I, I mean. This news went through the stadium, and it was it was sad for sure. But I definitely had a mourning period of a couple of days. But then was a wait and see optimist. Yeah, I didn't write him off like everybody else did. And of course, it's easy to say that now. But I I was just very yeah. cautiously optimistic, and like week to week with what the product was going to be on the field. You didn't, all be- the- <laughs> you didn't
0: believe that Carson <laughs> Wentz hurt. You were like, no, there's no way, there's no way he's hurt. It's a better reaction than just tears. So <laughs> had a few Chardonnays that day. Yeah. Uh, big tailgate day. Well, I gotta give a lot of credit to Peterson for a lot of reasons, but the biggest one is just sticking it out. You know firsthand that a lot of people were calling for whether they sign Kaepernick or they promote Sudfeld when he wasn't playing well and he stuck with them and, and you hear all that stuff come out and say like, Oh, Peterson loved him in the draft leading up to it when he was with Andy Reid and you know, it makes sense now that he's stuck with him.
1: It's funny because you look back at those conversations leading into the playoffs, and what if in the first, you know, it's a lot of sports talk radio, what if questions leading up to X's and O's and things like that. But first game was against the Vikings, and it's leading up to that game it was, what if he has a bad first quarter, first half? Do you take him out and put Nate Sudfeld in? He looked really like, good at the, the, the end of the game. the that Falcons was, game? Is that, yes, that one. Yeah. Yes, but leading... Okay. I guess it was the Dallas game in the second half. Nate right. Sudfeld got some some run and and he looked a little better. <laughs> than, and so like fans were actually contemplating wow. that before the playoffs if that was a possibility. And and I mean Nick Foles, I remember when he was drafted initially to the team in twenty. Twelve, Yeah, about 2012. Yeah, it was a 2012 draft. 2012 draft. Uh, Kirk Cousins, um, Robert Griffin III were taken in that draft. I believe Kirk Cousins Andrew was taken Luck. just before Foles. Probably. Uh, I was at I was in that, that second day of the draft. It was fun. Um, Bernard Pierce got taken by uh, <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. <North> <laughs> University gotta bar. get the template. Oh, go uh, wait. <laughs> like my, my dad really wanted Kirk over Foles and then training camp and... Foles was competing with Michael Vick for the starting job. It was and people liked him better. It's you know, backup quarterback syndrome, but still they were maybe tongue in cheek in training camp that August saying that he was gonna be the the chosen one to take us to the Super Bowl, and in an odd way he was.
0: Yeah, it's it that the Philadelphia fan going full circle, going full three sixty on Foles, like not sure, loving him. Great stats with Chip Kelly. A lot of turnovers. Goodbye. Welcome back as a backup, and now winning a Super Bowl. I mean, that's the that's the improbable part of all. Of this. And the team really won the Super Bowl. Like the defense won countless games this season
1: on the last drive, Week One, sack, fumble, touchdown against the Rams.
0: The game ended on a sack. Fumble, well, the Falcons touchdown. game. Sack, fumble, the Falcons touchdown. game was the biggest defensive stand to be mm-hmm. in the entire season this year. I mean, you had Atlanta's offense first Thanks to the goal. groundskeeper for uh, <laughs> letting Julio Jones slip in the end yeah, zone there. you've got to think that. Last thing on the Eagles before we kind of shift on. The Foles contract, trade bait, window. We've heard a lot of people talk about this. What do you think should be the ultimate, I'll say philosophy here, because you don't know what a team's going to offer you, but how would you handle it if you were making decisions for the Birds?
1: I've just read uh, some articles coming out of the Combine where Basically, it's it's pretty funny because it's like a fantasy football trade offer that that's combined where they're they're fielding offers they're not actively going out and finding offers but they're asking price right now is beat us beat the Sam Bradford deal this guy won a Super Bowl Sam Bradford didn't win anything give me a first same. and a fourth yeah at least that's the starting wow. co- that's what you have to start so with because I, Bradford didn't yeah. win and that was the price for him and we need to get those two right picks back so that's qu- the minimum price
0: my question would be though if that isn't met. And this is what the last year of his contract is. He got one. This is upcoming as the last so. year. Will they, I'll say, panic around trade deadline time if they're not anywhere near there? Will that be the time to move it? Or do you just take it to the offseason, see how Wentz progresses, and say, hey, we'll address this you know, before next year's trade? You got
1: to sit down with the guy. You got to sit down with Nick Foles if you're the Eagles and find out where his mind is. If he wants to go and try and compete for a starting job in this league, if he thinks his time is up as a starter in this league, then he's got a pretty good gig here. He's got a family now. He seems
2: so happy in Philly. He seems like very
1: like
0: I agree. Like But money is also at peace with that. Money is also But you know in seriousness I think what he's gonna probably do if I had to guess He's not going to force the issue. He does like being no. in Philly. He has a year left, and you don't know what Wentz's health. Is I was going gonna to say life.
2: that's the big thing: is, 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 Carson the good be, is Carson going to be ready for Week One?
0: I, I don't it, think so. There's personally. nothing wrong with just playing out his contract, even if he is a backup next year. Because I, I think the market's still going to be there. Can we find 32 quarterbacks every year? Right. No?
2: <laughs> and some, if someone goes down, someone gets hurt during the season, you, they might get a good offer. Like, you, you don't, you don't know. And Carson might not be ready till Week Four. You have no idea. They don't want to rush him back. He's the franchise guy. Like, stick with the guy who won you a friggin' Super Bowl.
0: I just want to know. Well, Carson what...
1: did look good, though, uh, <laughs> lifting those weights <laughs> and Jason Peters. Okay. Uh, I just want to know. Yeah, video. okay. Yeah.
0: I just want to know while oh, you put a bow on this, what the reaction's going to be Wentz's first game.
1: It's not like that, though. It's really not like that. I feel like right. there's some knuckleheads that are going to, like, boo, but I don't know if Carson Wentz has So So in him. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Come on oh now. Come on good. now. That's good. I didn't right. fully believe that. that
0: yeah. was, no
2: one's gonna boo him. But
0: But they're gonna definitely sure. like, like be second guess. We like Carson, we love him, move. but it's like yeah, there's we got this guy that won a Super Bowl.
1: Right. I, on a bigger topic, yeah. but uh-huh. but to put a bow on it, I just don't think the edge is really like I think this championship kind of uh, sanded a lot of the edges of the Philadelphia fan
0: base. That's good. Yeah, that's and, true. We haven't seen it before. What? What's the? So we don't know how they're of, gonna how they're, uh, how they're
1: gonna respond this next year if things start going bad. It's like, well, would you rather be eight and eight every year and win a Super Bowl every thirty years, or so what? And I, this, and
0: I think everybody takes the championship. Were you trying to segue into the DC sports part of this? Mm, that's <laughs> not nice. Not intentional. Not <laughs> Look, Money, Mitch, effects, Brenna, Haven, Tom, Weisenbach. Look, Brenna, it, it's. DC sports again. Yep. Well, on the plus side, Alex Smith.
2: That's yeah,
0: <laughs> so, great. I'm just still trying to wrap my head around the whole Kirk Cousins. I don't Me want too. to call it fiasco, but it's just weird. It is. Like you have this top, you have a quarterback in his prime, in his 20s, top 10. Yeah, I'd say for sure top 12, the top top 10 to 12 going to hit free agency. I have no idea what's going on. It hasn't happened before.
2: Yeah, I have no idea. There's something going on there.
0: How does it get to to this point? How does a guy who gets franchise tagged twice in the organization preemptively say we're going to move on? Not even go to an offseason.
2: I don't even know. He wants a lot of money. And for some reason, they don't think that he's going to get over that hump.
0: You're going to go with a guy four years older than you like that?
2: I, I more don't, than I don't that, know. Right?
1: Is it the organization's yeah. fault or is it Kirk Cousins that wants to leave?
2: I think it takes two to ten go. I think it's both when of their you faults. you
0: franchise somebody two years in a row, regardless of position, it's probably going to rub them the wrong way. And especially when it's the position. I, I got to think that you can chalk up one franchise tag to, hey, you know the books don't balance, right? Yeah. We, we can't make this work. We believe in you. But we want to just... Do it when the time's right. Second time it's like you've had a year. Like you've had a year to watch. This out, is like one. This is one of the biggest
2: mysteries because nobody really knows what's going on. The franchise tag for behind a closed is,
0: doors is a really big number. Yeah, yeah. it's it's in the twenties, and and he's going to get a lot of money because as we said before, but he wants a lot guaranteed.
2: There. Like that's what he's saying. That like he wants a lot guaranteed, not just over five years or whatever it is. Again, like I don't he wants why you wouldn't do that. X amount guaranteed.
1: I still think he's Alex Smith type who's gonna be one of these journeyman game managers. (laughs) Journeyman. Maybe above average. But maybe they
2: maybe they don't think that he can get again, over that hump to win a championship. Well
0: let me let me ask you this though. As a Redskins fan, Mm -hmm. was he the reason they lost a lot of those games? Well what's the Thursday night game when they played Dallas? When he was just getting bull rushed repeatedly with third string linemen. Like I, I get the argument that he might not be good, but we haven't the Redskins haven't put him in a position to oh, see for sure whether he's the difference for sure if anything Alex Smith has had better talent around him, and you know there's been some collapses of note he's still played pretty well
2: yeah I don't know if they think that we need to compete now with the Eagles and the Cowboys in the division like that's going to be a whole other conversation they they're I don't know why we went older I have no idea more experience I don't I honestly really don't know but I mean, wait and see. I it's don't know. A,
0: it's salvaging something. That's the that's the one thing where I'm not calling it a fiasco, because this is a move where we knew he was gone. Yeah. So it's something. It's not an upgrade, in my opinion, but it's something. So. Yeah.
1: A stopgap until yeah. I can find the right guy in the draft yeah. or through free agency. There's a ton of arms out there this year um, to maybe sign as a backup. What do you find to Case Keenum in the uh, in Minnesota somewhere, if you, there could be a... Minnesota's
0: got the. I mean, there's a lot of weird quarterback situations right now, Browns included, but in Arizona being a close second, not having one on the roster, but Minnesota is the most fascinating one because they're probably they're they're going for Cousins. And oh, he said he'd go there in anybody. a heartbeat. If They gave him the right numbers. Yeah, I get it, yeah. Because what were the final four? I would cross off the Jets and I I cross off Arizona
2: for too. Kirk.
0: Yeah, those were the two other Broncos. Teams. It's Broncos or Vikings.
2: Cardinals, Broncos, or
0: it's not the Jets. They were one of the Vikings. Players. It's Broncos it. Three. or
2: Vikings, or Arizona.
0: I don't, I don't see it because he. I he, see foals in Arizona
1: before I see cousins uh, there. To be honest, like college ball, yeah. I played there. Did you see the
2: Instagram that her cousins posted about him and he took a picture with Larry Fitzgerald? And he said he's a great recruiter. He's, he's so.
0: just—he just, <laughs> just stir right the pot. Yeah. Stir it's, the pot. <laughs> I get it. Hey, this is his time to shine, and, and a guy that has had to earn everything. He
2: posted it again today and was like, "This is the first time since 2007 he's gotten to make a choice on where he plays football."
0: So yeah, uh, I I wish him the best. I just your team. I don't I, I don't quite dude, know what's and going both. on. You may um, both. The rest of the rest of the sports scenes for both Philly and uh, DC kind of interesting right now. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I feel like especially the winter sports with the Flyers and the Sixers there's this upswing there's just tremendous optimism like oh we might do some damage in the playoffs that was DC about what 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> I'm waiting for But John now yeah now. now if the Capitals do, and now it's just a disaster every time the Capitals don't make a run which happens just about every year
2: Yeah I don't I, yeah I honestly I really haven't been watching the Caps this year because I they don't they're like kind of flying under the
1: radar. I, They're just kind of like I, doing that. You're waiting till the playoffs, like every other Capitals fan. Most, I mean, most casual hockey fans Wait
0: till the playoffs, right? In yeah,
2: general. I'm a well, casual hockey fan. I'm not going to so like the
0: Capitals. The window is closing. I mean, oh, rapidly, definitely, rapid, right? But there's still another, I'd say, three to five years, which yeah. just solid competition at the top. They lock up all their veterans. I got to give Ovi respect because he's about to hit 600 goals, and he's hit, I think 49 times in his career now. Mm-hmm. Just Ridiculous
2: numbers. He's so good.
0: But in that division being as dauntingly tough as, t- as possible, it is going to come down to the playoffs. It's going to yeah. come down to matchups. And what the Flyers did, Tom, is just maybe my favorite sports story of the year because I, they lost, what, eight straight games? Some they of them, had uh, ten game Ten streak. But game. I think two of those were like they had points in there. And, possible. And then they just go on a tear, get back to the top of the division or near the top of the division now. But... I've always told you I've been a fan of Hextall as a coach, and I think this job, including some of the jobs he did in college, is probably his best job, because he didn't really add any new faces. He just turned around the locker room and threw the head in there.
1: Yeah, that's another uh, coach who is much maligned in his second year early in the season, you know, just uh, plugging away, and and it's a lot of the, speaks to the development of the young maturity, and, and Ron Hextall pushing the right buttons in the front office. To spur this, and, it, and another thing would be that that spurred this run would be the success in the city, like the Eagles winning the Super Bowl was yeah. a humongous deal yeah, and had a lot to do. Sixers with and Flyers, the Sixers and, and Flyers yeah. success. They hadn't law, they didn't lose more than two games in February after this Super Bowl game. I like
0: the Mrazek trade. I mean, it's another goaltending option in, in Philly. That was
1: that was desperate because they didn't have a
0: goalie left, right? Uh, no, it's true really. Berezik was a guy that had success in the Kind of up and down Which would <laughs> fit yeah, him in nicely best, but it, it would fit in perfectly. He's
1: streaking on a good s- spot right now And the defense Vor- is playing well in
0: front of him Voracek is vastly underrated And Claude Giroux Probably his best season as a pro It's just been a weird year for hockey Because I think No one's really ran away with the MVP race There's 10 legitimate I, I was just counting the other day 8-10 to 10 easily legitimate candidates So if he's even a finalist, I don't know, but he's definitely in the mix as one of the best players this season. Uh, But that division, that could be Flyers-Capitals' first round, although I have to tell you what I'm praying for in the first round. Tell us flyers players, Penguins, pens. yeah.
1: <laughs> the greatest rivalry in hockey. Uh, <laughs> it's Jay up Sprinkets. there. It's up
0: there. No, it's it's up there. Um, as far as playoff series and fights in the playoffs, that's that's basically the only series you'll see fights in the playoffs. You're not gonna you're not gonna top 2012 because that what, what happened that year was that'll never be topped. The, the amount of fighting and just ridiculousness in that series. Hulk Hogan posing.
1: I remember the meme of the 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 jailbreak in front of the net. For like, there were about a dozen people, and they had this <laughs> like here, There were like a dozen people out there in front of yeah. the net, just wrestling with each other while you the ball was loose.
0: Yeah, I did hear a flyer fan say the other day that they want that because hey, we got to be Pittsburgh. The way the playoff format is, I'm not personally a fan of it because no. I think it's
1: like a conference tournament. And kinda
0: rob, you kind of rob you kind of rob the better conference finals matchups. But flyer fan was like, look, we'd have to beat them in the second round anyway because they're they have confidence that the Pens are going to be there, so might as well get it out of the way when everybody's healthy. Yeah. And if you're the Capitals, you'd love it if the Flyers took out the Penguins. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I might want to go on record as saying that the Capitals, have, that's their best chance to win. Yeah. The,
2: to, Someone know, to knock, knock out go. the Pens.
0: For sure. they go for three straight, I mean, we, everybody at this table can agree on not wanting the Penguins to win another championship this year. It would hurt my heart. And we've also got Blackhawk fans on board with that, too, because they'd suddenly be the best dynasty, and that would be the territory that that fan base, although not doing much this year, weirdly enough. They're kind of quiet. But no, it's been an interesting hockey season for sure, and uh, with that, moving to basketball, the Sixers, Tom, kind of back where you thought they'd be by this point. But I got to ask you the they've question. Exceeded expectations so they've exceeded thus your expectations, far, I think, and that's that. That has a lot to do with uh, the health of Joel
1: Embiid and how many minutes he's playing and games he's played in thus far. It's it's far more than was expected, and that the record kind of shows. I
0: I asked the question because there's two schools of thought. There's two schools of thought as to where are they being, are they exceeding expectations or are fans, for lack of a better word, getting greedy? and wanting more success in some close games that it looks like the Sixers could have had getting away from them. I asked you you know, a couple of weeks ago if you were happy with Brown as a coach, some of the rotations. I'm starting to see that that Philly DNA creep into some of the fans where it's like, okay, we're glad we're here, but you know, we want more and we think this team's capable of more.
1: When they win their championship caliber, when they lose, their, they suck. They, the, the, the Milwaukee <laughs> game. That's, they're they young! Get, so they beat the so Cavs that's, on that's Thursday. The, that's yeah. the fan mentality right now, but but in reality, you're right. They're young, They're a young team. The turnovers seem to be the biggest problem and the inconsistency on the outside. I love the moves they've done recently after the trade deadline by acquiring Marco Bellinelli. and. Yeah. Former Sixer Ursan Ilyasova, who was the best player on the a 12-win Sixers team, yeah. and we were pretty upset when he got traded away because he was perceived as the best all-around player and shooter, especially on the team. Took a couple mm-hmm. charges tonight in the blowout win against the the I wanted to say Bobcats, but the Hornets. Yeah. Um, Kemba and company.
0: Well, it's inter- they you know they beat the Cavs on the road, and then Milwaukee they're cruising, and that ridiculous run happens at the end of the third quarter. So I was I, Giannis was special yeah. in that third quarter. I see a young team that a lot of people wouldn't want to play, but the inconsistency will get them at some point in the playoffs. You just don't know when. They could exactly. do some damage. And It's it's very nice to see, and maybe they surprise
1: a team and win a, a series this year, Maybe maybe compete for an Eastern Conference berth. That's asking a lot, but uh, I'd love to play the Wizards.
0: Well, what's asking a lot, <laughs> Brenner, for the Wizards? What do you mean? John thinking? John Wall being healthy? Is that asking a lot? They've
2: been doing decently without him. I mean, he's got to come back and find his what group. What do you mean, now? What?
0: Well, I, team well, win? We're
1: can
2: I, without him? No, no I, I say, think they're better without him. No. But
0: is he the best player on the team anymore? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So? Oh, oh, yeah. For sure. He's still, okay. the, he's still the best player on the okay. team. Yeah. I think Beals. Marquise Morris. I think I think Wall is the best player on the team, but I, I think it's a lot closer than you think.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, but I I think that he takes them to another level that yeah. they, they will not get to unless they have him.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, when when Demarcus Cousins got hurt and that ship sailed, mm-hmm. and you really saw that the Wizards didn't really have a lot to offer up yeah. in terms of getting somebody to help them contend. Yeah, because I do think they're one key player. Already, yeah, but the question is, how do you? manufacture that spot I like Kelly Oubre I, I'm a big yeah, fan of his team. and I think what was it last year um Brooks didn't play him as much as I thought mm-hmm. he should have I think now he's getting more minutes so he's they, coming
2: into his own him and Otto they're is it, with the absence of John Wall. they're coming into their own
0: I mean with, they're stepping up with Hayward going down for the Celtics I don't think there's a deeper team in the Eastern Conference on the perimeter mm-hmm. than the Wizards mm-hmm. question is Thomas Zadoransky's really come yeah come uh, yeah
1: uh fill that Void, yeah, admirably at least, uh, just to bring his name up. He's no, he's been good to that depth yeah. on the perimeter. That's no. kind of one name that stands out. It's,
0: um, the Eastern Conference is kind of fun this year because you don't have that invincible Cavs team, yeah. The Raptors are just a well run unit, trouble. They are. I, it, the Nance trade and uh, Clarkson was a good deal, helped them. I don't. The, I think it's the for the Rodney teacher, Hood. Though, not yeah, the exactly. It's for a post-LeBron team, and that's why you have to do that. That's why they couldn't trade the pick at the deadline. Yeah, only an idiot would trade a draft pick if you can't get a guarantee that your best player at 30 mm-hmm. whatever is going to still be there. Oh yeah. But the George Hill, Ronnie Hood—I don't think that really made that much better. They got on a little mini-winning streak before the All-Star that game. Was, and everybody went crazy. It's like, right. oh, they're back. It's like they beat three teams. Two of them were not any good. It's almost uh, like they're
1: playing. On 2K, just trying to create their own team.
0: Yeah, but the way the East out. is, yeah, they could go. The Celtics could go. The any one of these teams could probably yeah. could go. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be a little more hesitant to say the Sixers, though, with just no playoff experience. And I know.
2: think it'd be That's great fair. the Sixers like, get past the first round. I like the bottom. That would tier
1: be. of the Eastern Conference. Your Pacers are up if you're there too. against yeah. the Pistons, the Pacers, the Wizards, and I mean, the Celtics at this point would be the toughest team to face at that. It, in that first round, but I think you you should beat most of those teams I would in the same game series I, if you're the Sixers. I would say Raptors
0: would be tougher to play, not just because they have a be the better record. I would say Raptors' depth and the way that they play. I I, the, I think the Sixers, I think M B can go inside against Boston. I think he'd have a tougher time against Toronto, and I think he, as good as Simmons has been, I think he's the engine in the playoffs that's going to be mean, putting my, the teammates back. The,
2: the playoffs are going to be hard for them. It's going to be fun to
0: watch because it's. That's seven
2: games (laughs) that they're not experienced in at all. They've never done that
0: before and gets with, out of that, the east. with this yeah.
2: team they've never done that before and it's
0: they have experience
1: of JJ Reddick who's been there before who can probably lead them <laughs> that's oh, great, yeah. Experience. Yeah. great experience great experience that he's had I, I said that with a legitimate straight face <laughs> you did so you right? did
0: It's <laughs> such great experience he brings over from the Clippers and their. I think wins. this inexperience is in going in Orlando.
1: to that was the first finals Joel Embiid uh, it was so it was in what year 2007 like okay, what year I, is that I, I experience. it is experience you got he didn't
0: play most gentlemen. of those games. I, okay, let's just pull the disclosure enough. there. all right. But it's a nice little Eastern Conference tournament to see who gets stopped out by the yeah. Warriors and the Rockets. Right. So.
1: Fair. Everybody Fair. who's in that mid-tier, I see it in the Eastern Conference, is really prepping for a post-LeBron Eastern Conference. and yeah. And anybody has a chance to kind of come out of it. Out of that. Would be probably the Wizards would be the front runner out of the others group of Celtics Raptors. Okay, yeah. Out of like they would be le- leaders in the clubhouse yep. in a post Lebron Eastern Conference, but I think the Wizards
0: would be one. Sixers C. up there. I think the Bucks have. I think the Bucks have to be mentioned just because you've got to think. I don't want the honest oh, and yeah. Anthony Davis where they just can't surround him with talent. Yeah. Which by the way, runner Oh my God. <laughs> anthony davis yeah. has been he's
2: amazing incredible <laughs> yeah hey, you know who i'm yeah. really excited about though and it kind of sucks that they one of their best players went down but minnesota i like their team a lot i like carl i like
0: you I'm weren't as just, bullish on cat as i expected you to be when that draft was happening if i remember correctly Cat's mm-hmm. like, Kat, gonna go one he's gonna be the franchise and you're like really carl anthony I'm like yeah the guy Cal Parry only played 20 minutes ago. they would
2: have been seniors this year him, yeah, Devin, uh, Tyler, and Trey Lyles would have been seniors this year. How crazy is that? We we determined how much money had they made have they made since they, then.
1: They've made a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> in was, those four years. In the, uh, Three years. The high
2: high thirties. Two, two figure. Millions. That's all. That's all <laughs> since college. Since college. Since, since oh, college. Okay. Without endorsements, without just, endorsements. just, just salary. Salary.
1: Uh, up up to and maybe including next year, the Lions got player. That's why I don't. of oh,
2: I like Minnesota though to kind of not. Necessarily preceded. take over the Rockets and the Warriors, but show a little life and be competitive and be like, "Hey, we're next generation. Like I this could so. be it."
0: Maybe. I mean, we'll see if the if the Warriors can't keep everybody, somebody's gonna have to rise to the challenge. I did like what Durant
2: said, though. He's like, "Eh, we'll see who takes wins the championship." Um, I'm I'll probably sign there. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: pretty <laughs> good. Like age. That's 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 probably probably All right, Br-
0: Brett Haven, Tom Weisenbach. I gotta talk college because we have a, a big week coming up, March Madness next week, and some of us are gonna be in the thick of the uh, Las Vegas environment for the initial days of the tournament. I gotta confess, this has probably been the least amount of college basketball I've watched I agree in with a that, few so years, fast. and I don't know if it's. Other, other interests, other sports, like the NHL peaking my interest, mm-hmm. or the fact that this has just been a weird year. Like, Brian, there hasn't been a single team. I mean, I look at the top three, like Virginia, mm-hmm. Xavier's up there, who's the Villanova or like the top yeah. three. I think this is the year of the senior.
1: Yeah, team, I agree know, with that, and and that. There's no like is marketable freshman, aside from maybe that Trey kid. Trey Young, but their team's but been fungering. I also haven't watched
0: as much college basketball as I have in the past. Well. No, it's interesting because the top five right now is Virginia, Villanova, Xavier, Michigan State, and Duke with Gonzaga, Seniors, six. seniors, seniors, and they all play freaking defense. Duke <laughs> has, what, two stud freshmen? Bagley's a draft pick, and is it Gary, is it Gary Trent Jr.? Geez, we're getting to that Yeah, point yeah. kids are coming. No, it is.
2: We watched the Duke-North Carolina game. Uh,
0: and Bagley, who should be a senior in high school out here. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just stupid yeah. that he's already there and he's going to go top three. Virginia is just so boring, so maybe that's why I haven't watched yeah. play. <laughs> and Xavier isn't that far removed from being an A ten team. Yeah, but they are a senior w- late in class with the with the uh, the white kid kid with the blonde shaggy hair that plays in like that C outfit. That's know. been there since the nineties. Like the wetsuit, yeah. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> Miscala, I think his name is. I've only right? really watched yeah. the
2: Duke North Carolina games this year. I haven't even watched.
1: You haven't mm-hmm. even watched Kentucky. Barely. They're terrible. They're Can awful. I just, I'm, glad you, to, I'm glad you agreed with me because awful. they
0: were. They. I think they've been getting ranked when they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. They've been favored in a lot of games from a betting standpoint when they shouldn't be. The SEC has been a lot better. Than yeah,
2: you. I'm comparing that's this to the, the cool. NIT. It's neurons,
0: deeper, team. Much. Yeah, deeper. that's the point. Because Tennessee and Auburn co-winning the SEC sounds funny Bruce Pearl's a heck of a coach came back there. in no way do I think what Bruce Pearl's doing is 100% street legal <laughs> just going off it the never, street. Really, it never <laughs> is Tennessee Rick Barnes I mean they weren't expected to be anything what they've done I just don't know we're, we're producing more quality teams but are we producing more contenders in the SEC I don't know with any of those teams yeah.
1: and which holds more weight in early March when you're trying to make the tournament that's kind of where these conferences are trying to figure it out because I think more top players are going to these schools which help them be feel the deeper conference
0: well Duke being up there with a top recruit and getting next year what two of the top three or something three of the top ten they're turning into kind of Kentucky oh, in yeah, that for sure. but they, they haven't looked as great as you'd expect the team mm-hmm. a coach Kate team with that much talent would look having said that they should probably be a favorite I mean do we look at coaches is that what we're at this year where when it's senior laden when there's not as many you know one-man, two-man wrecking crew teams. Do we look at just the best coach? Say, Coach K, Izzo. Are those the guys we look at? Um, for, for some Wright, reason, yeah, I have you. a gut feeling
2: of totally the North Carolina, Carolina Tar Heels.
0: Really? Personally, I think. Back-to-back? I, <sighs> I mean, nothing's crazy. I know. maybe Kentucky. I, <laughs> you know what? Fair <laughs> would be crazy. St. Louis has the sixth seed University in the uh, A-10 oh tournament. But, yeah, I would say Michigan scares me because I think they actually – I mean, they win the Big Ten tournament, but they have a good coach. They have a good program. Produce another one of those veteran-laden teams where it's almost like – not to sound like a cap but we have to almost look at the bracket and say this is what's favorable, this yeah. is who you're avoiding. Michigan State with Bridges, though, and Izzo in March. I mean, that's a safe-ish bet if there is such a thing. I
1: think that, yeah, the, the basketball team at least has maybe moved past the – the distractions of the university. Mm-hmm. In I think they they went through a really tough time. Uh, maybe warranted, but yeah, uh, that's a discussion for a different podcast. Well, Izzo, I think they, yeah. they they're past that. Maybe it's March and they can lock in and, and really make a run here.
0: The thing about Izzle that people don't fully understand is it's usually one or the other. It's a deep March runner, early I oh, could.
2: definitely for sure. So.
0: Losing to a 15 seed. yeah, With
1: the defense? I just love, yeah, I love their defense, and it's really stifling, and, and they've kind of survived in this, they've survived on the radar in the ACC, and that's kind of a hard thing to do in this day and age.
0: I'd say Nova if they make their shots. I mean, the, they're still that three-point shooting team. Is it Brunson, the point guard, that's, I think, is a senior? So it's, you know, they have the leadership there. I got to say, a Don't team, sleep on Wichita State? You no, know, I, I was going to say, it's hard to th- say they're a sleeper, but Arizona... With Aiton, and I think, what what went down with Sean Miller. (laughs) All that that aside. We all know that in a locker room, that could be a rallying point. They could say, you know what, everyone's out to get, he could look at the board and say, they didn't want me to coach this game, but I'm here, you know. Aiton, they didn't want you to play, but you're here. And then they just go on a tear. And in a year where there's no dominant threats, why not?
2: But all the teams that you're saying are the normal teams that we see going the distance, Duke, North Carolina. Villanova. You're
1: not going to put George Mason in there. Though. Like, <laughs> all
2: of those teams are the normal teams that you see going to the lead eight, final four, winning the national championship.
1: How do you feel about Gonzaga this year? I like them a lot better I, than last year. Yeah, I, I was going to bring we just this, this up to They just won the WCC to tournament, by the way. <laughs> That's breaking news. Be BYU by, like, 20.
0: I was going to say this much. They do look like they may be better than last year. They did be on Thanksgiving night, an Ohio State team that everyone thought was terrible and is now ranked in the top 15. Maybe that's an impressive win. I think they look like they have a little bit more offense than last year. But we saw South Carolina make a Final Four Gonzaga last year.
1: That's why I like Virginia. Is, I see them as like a South Carolina type of team where they can if they can play defense, uh, get their buckets in transition, make some shots, they can make a run.
0: Anybody that you don't like other than Kentucky? Is there anybody out there that just seems that's like... In
1: the, that's going to be in the field? I, I, <laughs> that's the I don't know. No, i, I say like a top-ish team.
0: Yeah, a top-ish team. Anybody ranked that you're not a fan of? Just the eye test doesn't look right. Like Kansas just got wrecked. By I was going so to bring up Kansas, and the reason I said that is because it's got all the makings of the Bill Self team that just goes out with a whimper in the third round, second round, or whatever round this, the round the 32 is anymore. <laughs> But they lose Oklahoma State. I didn't realize they'd never been swept before under Bill Self. That was oh, the first time ever. I didn't know that. And he grilled his team and said, we used to like give a damn when somebody beat us. Mm-hmm. But how many years in the past have they lost? You know, Wichita State beats them by like 20. They go out to uh, a couple other teams in, in big margins. I just think they're the type of team that for every reason, maybe it's pro prospects. Then they lost to Stanford Josh with Jackson. Embiid and, uh, and uh, Wiggins. They just checked out in the second yeah. round. And, and The
1: same thing happened last year with, with Josh Jackson really not caring much about the tournament.
0: I think Kansas could be. The Big 12, though, is another conference. I have no idea what to expect either. OS 4 in could make a run. Yeah.
1: Well, this is the time. I don't. Yeah. It's time to watch it, baby.
0: I, I feel more confident about looking at a first round matchup and making a prediction. But to say I trust any of these teams to go on a six-game. Run, oh, I have. I take a lot of my
1: stock idea. in the conference tournaments because really? that's where a lot of the re- I mean, that's where a lot of my research is. Is how how hot they're playing. If I'm watching enough of it, that's it. Anyway.
0: It's true, but we'll will close on this. Izzo and his Michigan State team. Usually, it's an inverse relationship of how they do in the conference tournament. They did bad this year. They lose the Michigan early, so maybe that's a good sign. Maybe. But a lot of these teams have to play to either get into the tournament or get a favorable seed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's the part people don't. Like, to go from a nine to even a six seed or a seven, or seven seed, avoid that one-in-the-second-round matchup is, mm-hmm. is huge for, for everything. So,
1: And that's Michigan State's M.O., is, is underperforming, getting that, five, that favorable three-to-five, six seed and um, I've, making a run. I think they've made their championship runs in yeah. those middle seeds. They haven't done it. My those.
0: bracket success is all over the place. From, from winning to just horrendously awful, but the best advice I can give is the year Michigan State made the Final Four as a seven seed. I actually got that one right, oh. and it was because I think the two seed was like Virginia or somebody. You just got to be like, yeah, they can. If they're going to win, why couldn't they just beat this team if they're going to be here? Yeah, and just apply logic to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, they could beat this team head to head. Like, pick one and go with it. Just but it's like I was like, Izzo, Michigan State. Virginia at the time, like, yeah, sure. Not looking at the logos. it's just, you know, not looking at the logos or, you know. Or this point spread or anything. You know, well, that's another. Maybe. That's go with your guys. Go with your uh, Lastly, before I let you guys go, Money Mitch Effect, Tom Weisbach, and Brenna Haven. I got to get the Oscar details because I didn't Ooh. watch hardly any of it. We watched them. The whole thing. So Shape of Water is boring as everybody makes it out to be.
1: We just got
2: we'll a copy. Yep, oh, okay. We'll find out. We'll <laughs> let you know. Um, I just got a but-
0: copy last
1: night, so we'll, we'll give you back uh, a report. Next week. On my Monday.
0: grandparents would say it was weird. That's so, usually what wins, though, was right? It very weird. Weird yeah. usually wins at the Oscars. And I, s- only movies I really saw were Get Out and Dunkirk. Liked I them. Dunkirk. But like, Dunkirk. I, Dunkirk was Dunkirk one of my was favorite was my movies movie favorite.
2: that I have seen.
0: In a while. <coughs> not a, not really any dialogue that might have been a
1: no
2: a
0: problem for. I just love um, Christopher
2: Nolan films. I think those are my favorite.
0: Everyone was they hyped
1: you in the middle of war, which yeah. was kind of yeah. And new I'm,
0: as a history buffish person, I think that's. Always fascinating, yeah. the one need and
2: Harris sells in it.
0: Duh. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, what kept it from winning an Oscar? <laughs> Everyone was trying to hype up "Get Out" as a frontrunner-ish favorite. I, I enjoyed the movie, but at no point in my watching experience, I think, yeah,
1: no. Picture.
0: <laughs> not. And what's that say about the
1: the movies that were nominated? I didn't see a whole lot of them. I no,
0: I did see "Get Out." Yeah, know? I did. I but usually, I see about two to three of. How many did they know yeah. this year? Eight. Nine.
2: nine. There's always been like eight or nine. Mm. But like what we saw at Dunkirk and Get Out, I think that was it. No.
0: My theory on a couple theories. One being, I didn't see Itania. I'm not sure if I will. It's another don't, one we have. I don't. We'll, we'll,
2: we'll what you know. Have any we'll doubt do. that,
0: you know, Alice and Janie winning the Oscars, two mm-hmm. tremendous actors. Um, having followed the story in, in real time and, and being a sports story, I'm a little worry that it's not gonna be accurate i just didn't want to see lovable enjoyable tanya harding what hollywood made her out yeah. to be like this lovable character that first of all she's no margot robbie i think that's the understatement <laughs> Love of the margot year robbie. but she hired a goon to take a lead pipe to her competitor yeah she did
1: allegedly <laughs> allegedly
0: <laughs> he was
2: but they allegedly? have they have come out allegedly. and said that there are on the news bragging
0: about it but yeah allegedly. <laughs> they
2: <laughs> have come out and said that there are some added things to this Film. It's more from but her perspective just, and it makes her but seem But just the fact that they're
0: is. making it out that in any way she could be anything but an antagonist. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that's the part to me. The we'll other, look forward to watching it. I'm excited. The other, th- the excited. other, the other thing is, I don't know how I feel. I'm getting to the point where I feel like it should be handicapped. It's almost unfair if you just play a historical figure and just do the impression well. I like Gary Oldman. Oh my God, though. And, Come and on. And I like David Day as <laughs> Lincoln. And we knew immediately when we saw that. I think I speak for both of you that he was going to win the Oscar. Yeah, it was over. I want to see that. It was movie. like Bradley really Cooper was *Silver Linings Playbook*, and like there was a couple other good nominees. Like it's, you guys have no chance. Yeah. Because Daniel Day-Lewis just crushed yeah. it. So that's. I think that should be He's, handicapped a bit. Yeah. It seems a little unfair. We were a little
1: uh, upset about the lack of inclusion. We just recently watched *Split* again, and I, you yeah. know. So that good. Was, by, was that this year? That was handcuffed by the release date. They released it in January. Okay. Yeah, of so uh, 2017. So there was no so it's hype. Ne- that yeah. never gets. He was so numbers. good. <laughs> and, and Will McAvoy. James. Yeah. James, James McAvoy. <laughs> Is that the newsroom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. James. Yo, that'd be a heck he of a was crossover. <laughs> Phenomenal. we're yeah.
0: pretty excited about Glass. That's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe this. Year. I, next I year. can't yeah. believe yeah, that that was January, still related. M. Night Shyamalan, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Unbreak- <laughs> no, I don't think that's a spoiler. Unbreakable and Split being related. The ending did freak me out quite a oh, bit. Oh, 100%. But, I mean, I, I remember that movie when I was, like, very, very young watching Unbreakable.
2: I had saw it right before we saw uh, yeah, Split yeah. Maybe the first, the first movie I
0: saw so Samuel L. Jackson that. in it. I don't know. It might have been the first one.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to watch both of them it's now before I Man. see yeah, before I see Glass. I'm gonna have to watch both of them.
0: One but box. anything else about the uh, Oscars that? Uh, very upset had.
2: that Greatest Showman did not win Best Song.
0: Yeah, that was very upset. BS. That uh, was the okay. This Is
2: Me song. You need to see okay. Greatest Showman.
0: Okay, what one?
2: Some song from Coco. Oh,
1: the Coco. <laughs> <laughs> the Coco. So that song. was the outrage. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, Kobe Bryant won an
0: Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> That was
1: <laughs> Brenna was the first one on
2: it. I was so excited out. for him. Re- really? Yeah.
0: John Williams. I just
2: watched the um. Talking
0: about unfair though. Oh yeah, John Williams. The type of people that make short films typically are not John. Williams. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I just watched <laughs> the, the short <laughs> he film though.
0: Benefited from his network of stars. Uh, it was really good. Was, yeah. I thought it was really no, I, good. I have no I it was doubt. Very well about done. It. I have no doubt about it. But yeah, like I don't. There's Here's certain things that, that he's I get. probably it. the tallest Oscar winner of history. Oh, really? That's
2: he funny. Possible.
0: No, Kobe winning an Oscar was another interesting uh, development, but it had all the making. How many of the Academy voters were Laker fans or have season tickets? Exactly. Yeah, yes. if
2: it was another person, I don't think it would have gone yeah, on that, was just somebody else. But but I thought that was
0: interesting. I need to see three billboards because I thought
2: he keeps. We've been like trying to watch that for so long. He keeps trying to watch it. I've been a Sam
0: Rockwell fan for a while, probably mm-hmm. since uh, he was in that Charlie's Angels movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even before that
2: with Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu.
0: But and then Francis McDermott wins Best Actor yeah. for that same movie. Yeah, I've no.
2: heard that the storyline is okay. I've heard the acting is phenomenal. But the storyline is kind of like, meh.
0: It's a, yeah. It's the so it's, that
2: people have trouble with, but. Great like, actors, great,
1: like cast. And Woody Harrelson, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll sign up for anything. He oh yeah. Did just about. So yeah. The one
0: I want to see. So there's at least, those are the three up. Out of the field that I, we would would I mean, you this say, this is a rare year that we haven't seen. Yeah. Years, so would you we, say the Oscars at this point, I mean, I think it's basically just a, like a, device to get people to watch movies that they hadn't even heard of it has been yeah. for a while did
2: you see that um jimmy kimmel took some celebrities into the movie theater across the street I, when I they were watching that. a wrinkle in time which i do want to see as well
1: Bedlam breaks out, Bedlam breaks out. he took so, margot robbie he took like margot yeah, robbie yeah, Lynn aside, miranda try, Lynn, <laughs> Manuel <yeah>.
2: miranda lupita <laughs> Nyong'o. we saw black panther as well that was so okay.
1: good Real- so this is my thing about the oscars when you go to the movie theater you're going to see the movies you have to see in theater. The action movies, like Star Wars, the comic books, not really the theatrical, yeah. um, Oscar-worthy films,
0: with the exception of maybe the visual effects films, Dunkirk. And that's how Wet Life of Pie was, like those type of movies.
1: Yes, and so a lot of people, I believe, uh, the using your analogy of, is this just a, a vehicle for people to go to the movies? Yeah, but it's also... The, the artsy-fartsy movies, so to, so to speak, are, are ones people wait for DVD and video. They don't need, like, yeah the sound system. And so that promotes renting it on DVD or renting it on... Uh,
2: or even on those, rent, like, whatever. streaming sites like Hulu exactly. and Showtime or, like, wherever. Cause a yeah, lot of Hulu's getting a lot of those movies now.
0: Like, initial Hulu, release. Hulu got yeah.
2: Wonder Woman. Okay. they That's where we watch Split. Like they what they have a lot of those movies. You no, know, and now. some of those
0: crossovers cause I know like HBO gets movies. I think usually about sometimes six months to yeah. a year after. Mm-hmm. You have the Red Box vehicle. You have Netflix. You mm-hmm. have, Google, they have Contracts with the companies that produce them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're getting to a point where we'll have. I mean, there probably were this year, right? Some Amazon Studio movies that were just nominated in the big, the sick big set. Really yeah, it was. It was really good. Yeah, I don't know if it was nominated for. No, anything.
2: it was. It was nominated for. He was nominated for something. Maybe
0: a Golden Globe.
2: No, it was definitely nominated for an Oscar. They were there.
0: Well, I'm. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I always ask, try to watch more of the better quote-unquote movies but it's tough i mean i do think that sometimes with like you expand the nominations to eight movies or nine movies like you're doing that because how many of them realistically had a chance to win yeah but you're saying okay here's another like the post i think that probably was the least it's favorably reviewed of the, yeah. of the nominees. And that one
2: and then the one with, with
0: um, You're competing with so much content too with te-
1: television that, right. that, that they're really just competing for eyeballs and there's only so many <laughs> eyeballs with the amount of skewed programming that, that yeah. is offered nowadays on the sites, streaming sites as yeah. well as uh, and That's why
0: I'm really interested to see what ESPN does digitally because I know they, they want to get into that bit and I think like, they have to at this point. With their library, that could be a game changer if they can figure out how to do it right. But who yeah. knows? Sean Miller might take all their money in a definition. <laughs> suit, so it, 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 I don't. Know, I'm, I'm intrigued there, but yeah, maybe Trump will get involved. Uh, you never know. I mean, they, well, we got the XFL to look forward to in 2020. So Johnny Manziel, XFL
2: face of the XFL.
0: I, he's another guy that he sounds very likable in all of his post his he, rehab uh... tour. I I think he really has had has issues. And I feel like he's always when he's given these interviews been pretty straightforward. Like I was out of control. He might still be out of control. Like who goes to Vegas in a wig for twenty four hours?
2: He's still on. He's on another Mexican vacation with his fiance.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> look, my <laughs> I, I wish him well, man. but I uh, wish him nowhere near any Cleveland sports franchise. If, the Browns don't win a Super Bowl. Maybe they'll get an XFL team and they could beat them too. Oh, I boy. Think the clock is uh, ticking there. But I don't the... get
2: the XFL thing. Like, where, the, where do they play? I don't understand. I never really like
1: went into it. Did a press release about it and how it's going to be more like real football and not like the
0: gimmicky version. Twenty twenty, um, like a, pretty much a development league for players, not good enough, and looking to just have some tape out there. So that could always exist if done right. They try
1: to do that every ten years. Yeah, hey, Since the NFL, you're create crazy.
0: more jobs.
1: That's always a good thing
0: yeah. for especially these young athletes. All right, last thing, guys, thanks for joining the show real quick. What should the Browns do at 1-4? This has all been building up today, so I was going to sneak it in right before you guys left. I have
1: no clue.
0: Do you want a quarterback? I do. Well, you I mean, I'll take anything. <laughs> yeah, that, I've heard that That's strategy, just take no, quarterbacks. Right. Same who do you
1: want? Do you want defense?
0: Okay. It's a two-part question. Take Griffin. You I like, yeah, what a, status that guy's been incredible. Um, I think they need a quarterback. Barkley's been amazing, and he is the best prospect. I worry it's going to be a little like Stephen Jackson's career if the Browns take him, and he'll just get wasted behind a terrible team. That being said, he's the best prospect. I would probably go Darnold. One.
2: Why don't you guys ask LeBron what he would do? <laughs>
0: yeah, for, for the <laughs> two months he's in town until he leaves. Um yeah, Dane Gilbert asked LeBron, yeah. right? <laughs> I, or a homeless guy made a He's he's still true. around. Um Yeah, I would say Darnold. My my process would be I'd be Darnold. You got if you're gonna take a quarterback, you can't wait till four and be like, Oh well take Barkley and Hope a quarterback's there. I would go Darnold one. You probably miss out on Barkley, and then go Mika Fitzpatrick in Alabama because I think he's a generational talent. And four he's four great. seven at the safety speed is just unreal. I don't like
1: Southern California quarterbacks in the cold. It's <laughs> consistently not worked in the National Football okay. League. All right, but um, maybe that uh, Josh Allen. Came maybe him. He's. The, I would everybody. say those are my North top two. Wyoming, Wyoming, Yeah, uh, he's got <laughs> that.
0: Dakota. He's got the right. Wentz connection. He's got now. that. Uh, what upper northwest, north north he does is it was his assistant coach north was, by north north. His QB coach or offense coordinator was Wentz is at North Dakota State. I know they have a connection there, and he advised him actually to stay for another year. Stick with the magic. I just if, or Chubb from Georgia is another one too. The D or NC State, I should say that that Bradley Chubb But I don't
1: know. I mean, I'm just. I'd like to see you guys get a quarterback at one and then go defense and four, just kind of like the way you. I am a-
0: He's been a beast. Barkley will probably end up on the Giants, and wow. And and look at the running backs in the NFC East then. Starting
1: with Chris Thompson.
0: Start. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gang, this was fun. Thanks for coming on. I think we addressed everything, and uh, we'll just have to have a good March and a good March Madness.
2: Hope so. Thank you for having us.
0: And that's it for today's episode of The Money Mitch Effect. Big thanks again to Brenna Haven and Tom Weisenbach, both guests on today's show. And hope you hope you out there really enjoyed this episode. It was more free-spirited. We kind of just shot the breeze for a while. Uh, it was good and fun to catch up with two of my better friends out here. There'll be more episodes of The Money Mitch Effect coming up, especially with March Madness on the horizon. You're not going to want to miss that. And there will be another show this week. In the Wells Tennis Tournament, the unofficial fifth major from Palm Springs starts this week. Got a special show that I think everybody who's a tennis fan and a sports fan in general is going to like as well later this week. That's something you're not going to want to miss. But there's March Madness next week. The winter sports are, are heating up. Got a lot to talk about in the sports world. Glad you're with me. You can find all the episodes of this show on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. I'm on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21. If you like the show, share it. Tell a friend. Tell anybody you want. Thanks again for listening. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Until next time, keep... Enjoying sports.